Hello, thank you for joining me. This is Ernestine Lyons, host of Quick to Politic, the podcast, the social commentary show that explores topics ranging from social justice to history, economics, small business, and of course, local and national politics. Thank you for joining me. Hello, everybody out there. This is Ernestine Lyons, and I am host of A Quick to Politic, the social commentary show that explores history, politics, local, and all things uh, political, international, and uh, it's global meets local. And uh, I am joined by a very special guest, uh, Amadeus Roy. Um, He has recently been commissioned to uh, paint a beautiful mural in my beloved city of Harper Woods. And I am here to interview him and ask a little bit more about uh, that process and his inspirations. And so tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, You have some Harper Woods connections, right? Yeah. Uh, So like you said, my name is Amadeus Roy. I'm an artist that is in the hometown of Harper Woods. I was born here. I grew up here, graduated from the school system. Um, It's my ties only really reside in Harper Woods. I don't really claim anywhere else uh, who I am, you know, happened in that area. So that is that is home for sure. That is that is awesome. And so like as another product of Harper Woods Public Schools, me too, class of 04. Woo woo. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So uh you probably know Mr. Weyberg. And I'm not sure if he was still yeah, there. Yeah. Um uh, Miss Lenhart or well Miss Bisha, I believe she was. Um, yeah. yeah, during your times. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's uh, Harper Woods is just like such a beautiful town. And to me, it was always idyllic growing up where you felt protected, but yet it was like this wonderful little town where people didn't put on airs and it's just, you know, normal crust of the earth folks. And, uh, you know, it's it's really doing amazing things. And um, it's definitely been an honor and a privilege for me to serve the city, um, you know. And so um, I just wanted to know a little bit more about like your path as a Harper Woods grown boy uh, into the world of art and, uh, you know, like maybe if you had any encouraging teachers in the school systems and, uh, you know, how you've been led towards this path. For sure. Uh, My art, my art bringing or bringing up of art uh, doesn't really come from Harper Woods itself. Uh, It's more of a second phase of life, kind of. Um, In high school, uh, Mr. Peltier was the art teacher because I was in band. I only took art for one semester, so I didn't really get to spend much time with her. But, you know, small school, I still see her all the time. And she was always very, uh, to this day, still very encouraging of my art. So I definitely commend her for that. But art really, I mean, I, I doodled growing up, you know, the default answer there. But I didn't really start taking art seriously until I was gearing up to go to college. I decided I wanted to study graphic design at Michigan State. Didn't really have like a pure reason as to why. It just felt like the most fitting thing to do. And then while I was there, 
I started figuring out what creatively I actually wanted to do. And what I was learning at the time didn't really match up with what I wanted to actually figure out myself for like the ideas I had in my head. So after two years I, at Michigan State, I decided to leave there and just kind of be self-taught and start a different adventure of learning. I'm obsessed with education and learning. I'm always trying to learn all the time, but that environment just wasn't really conducive for what I was trying to learn at the time. So around 2019, I started getting like ideas for paintings and just creative thoughts that I didn't have before. And I was like, well, these are cool. So I might as well, you know, pursue them, see what happens. So I made my first like real painting in 2019. Uh, and that's just kind of through watching videos, being familiar with, you know, art materials uh, in the past. Um, and it's really just been a learning process ever, ever since then. It really picked up steam in 2020. I was working at a restaurant at the time. So during the shutdown, I was at home and once again, had an idea of this abstract self-portrait that I wanted to do and just see what happened with it. Um, people ended up liking it. That led to, I think, six or seven commissions of doing those portraits for others. And that kind of really showed me that pursuing art was something actually feasible and definitely something that I loved doing. Um, so ever since then, it's just been any spare time that I have, I'm painting, I'm trying to test out new ideas, make new projects. And it's uh, been a great journey so far. It's been very fun. That sounds rewarding. So you went from, you know, Harper Woods to um, class of, oh, what? What, 20? 2016. 2016. Okay, class of 2016, uh, Michigan State. And then you found this path towards art. What are some of your um, mediums of choice? What are some of the, um, you know, I see some looks like art behind you. And I'm wondering if, if that's yours, like an original and uh I know some people work with mixed mediums and um, whether it's canvas, whether it's, you know, oils or, you know, um, you know, acrylic. And then they do other things like, you know, um, glass blowing. And, you know, there's so many different mediums in which you can express art. Um, I know a lot of the contemporary art pieces use, you know, all kinds of, you know, materials that like fabric and metals and woods. And so, you know, what are some of your favorite mediums to create your art with and right. tell, I, I need to know a little bit more about the the piece behind you too <laughs> for sure um so the piece behind me is a, a pretty good representation of my actual work so wait there it is um so I, my material choices are pretty consistent um I don't really vary too much because the process mm -hmm. I have is something I very much enjoy and I kind of push the boundaries of it every time I work with it. So it's uh, hand cut plywood that I construct as, as layers. It's really a construction project first, um, like the first half of its life. So it's constructed plywood that I then apply molding paste and acrylic paint on. Sometimes I'll use uh, spray cans as well, but that's really the only uh, materials that I use. I, I'm very happy with those. And like I said, I enjoy pushing the boundaries of that restriction like almost in the restriction, I find more creativity um, and come up with new ideas. So my pieces are kind of the bridge between painting and sculpture. For a while, I thought they were paintings and only thought they were. And I started getting into shows that were only allowed sculpture. And so it kind of changed the perspective that I have after kind of seeing the perspective that outsiders had of my work. 
Um, so yeah, I focus on very vivid colors and flowing shapes. That's kind of like the two main characteristics. Uh, color is really the main focus. I kind of see that, I kind of believe that I speak through color um, when painting um, because I don't have very recognizable subject matter in a lot of my pieces. The, a lot of the communication to the viewer comes through the choice of colors and then how those interact with the shapes that they're on. Wow. Well, that's, that's really deep. And I, I can see that. And I've seen the mural. I wasn't there for the unveiling, but I've seen the beautiful mural you have um, uh, painted in Harper Woods. It's mm -hmm. there in one of our beautiful parks. And so um, tell us a little bit about the symbolism behind that particular mural. Does it have a name? And, you know, what do you want Harper Woods residents to think of when they're near it and by it and in that park and um you know so just the story of the mountain and the peak and the summit yes uh so the name of the piece is your journey awaits um it's kind of a call to action to the viewer uh to kind of take into consideration both their past their present and their future of their life and just the experiences they've had so far moving forward the subject of the mountain takes inspiration from a trip I took at the end of 2019. I went to Tokyo for a month. And so hey, I love Tokyo. All right. It's, it's amazing. amazing. It is an amazing city. It is. Um, and so Mount Fuji is a symbolism that kind of sticks with me before I've been there and definitely after being there and just it always having that presence no matter where you are. Um, so I chose that as the main subject of symbolism knowing that it didn't exactly represent Harper Woods as the city that it is, but more so representing how to take experiences from outside of the city and bring them back home to garner positive change. Hey, I so love the, it. <laughs> thank you. So the bordering shapes that kind of frame around the mountain, those are more representative of, you know, the landscapes we're more familiar with and like the Northern United States of kind of tree-like shapes and bushes and rolling hills. And so it's kind of a combination of the two of taking the experiences you had of growing up and becoming who you are from your home and, you know, claiming it as that, but then also leaving your home to get those new experiences, see other ways of life, kind of see other forms of society and figure out how to bridge the two together to kind of make a better change for the people back home, because that's who I care about the most. Wow. Well, I, I really love that. And, you know, to, to even look at it in like... um it it's just like so many people are hoping for the best for Harper Woods. And, you know, we have been definitely we've seen our share of, you know, like down times. We've seen boom times. And, you know, I kind of talk about like these idyllic times of growing up in, you know, this wonderful little close knit city and you know, we, we've always had the, the Eastland Center historically was like a great source of, you know, prosperity, income. And it was, I remember at least back in the 90s, it was kind of like this very nice upscale kind of experience. And then, you know, with the decline and now I think that's a great symbol to show that there is possibility on the horizon we are climbing the mountain and you know we're you know just getting to the peak and you know this this you know symbolism here is is showing that you know we can continue to rise and there can continue to be you know our our low points our high points and you know the possibilities are definitely endless so 
I love it. This this is just an ex- going to be an exciting, you know, time for Harper Woods with new developments here. I know that um, last year um, we as city council kind of voted to um, rezone the Eastland Mall, and then they've definitely broken ground on that. And so, yeah. um, you know, it's it's just really great to see um, the the wonderful things that are happening in the city. So, um, thank you so much for being a part of that. And um, are there any ways that we can find you, your arts, your talents, and are there any other commissions or ways in which you want to plug into the community going forward? Um, and what are some of your hopes and dreams for Harper Woods? Okay. Uh, to find me on all socials, it's Amadeus underscore Roy. Uh, that's pretty much the only place. Um, I started a YouTube channel, uh, just Amadeus Roy, but it's only got like one video on it right now. It's the time lapse of the mural. But that's something I definitely plan to do in the future is as more ways of documentation. Um, I find it very interesting. Uh, for future works, um, I'm hoping that, you know, this is a lasting relationship with the city. We've had light talks about possibilities moving forward of both um, project opportunities for myself, but also me having a hand in creating opportunities for other artists as well. Like, I don't want to just paint the whole city my colors, how, however cool that may be. Um, I want to kind of create an art culture that will exist in Harper Woods because I feel like we don't have that too much right now. Being that this is the first public mural in the city, I want it to be the first step of something much greater moving forward um, of just art advocacy and building a creative culture back home because not only me, but all my friends that I grew up with going to Harper Woods, everyone's creative. Like we aren't doctors or lawyers, we're musicians, writers, entrepreneurs artists business owners and you know all that, of that. we're um, scrappy but we 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 out here and we're doing like creative things exactly and i want to i want that to be represented and i want that to be symbolized through the city that you know we represent because all my friends also still playing harper woods like that's where we love that's where we want to create opportunities for um so as for, like I said, future projects, hoping to have more things in place right now. I'm just kind of going back to uh, getting back into the swing of normal things, making standalone pieces and getting into galleries and selling and things of that nature. But for public murals, I'm hoping this is just the first of many uh, open to opportunities, both in the city, um, with the city and, you know, private entities as well. And then just dreams for Harper Woods. I just want us to be uh an identified culture of like the metro detroit area i feel like we're kind of like we fall to the wayside a little bit even people who live in metro detroit don't always know who they don't know are. us like they say huntington woods which which city is that harper woods i've never heard and like and you have to explain other cities that are near us so exactly. did that yes. today. <laughs> we have to be distinctive branding yeah. brand identity <laughs> and i think our small size really helps towards that because you know we are a condensed culture and a condensed environment and i've always found that beautiful um and so i just kind of want to take a hold of that and spin it in a way that we actually kind of have a creative export going out not only to the metro detroit area but just to the greater you know earth in general like i me and my friends we have a lot of plans we want we want to uh we definitely want that to be the home base for something great and that is beautifully put. And with that, um, I do have one last question um, eh, before we go. You you mentioned your time lapse and I noticed like artists like you did this. And I know um, another famous muralist um, in the Detroit area, Sydney James, she's done yeah. a few um, murals and things. And I noticed that before 
the, you know, even the outline is up. There are kind of like these little rough squiggles and things that they look as creative and artistic as an actual mural itself, but they kind of go on first. And then they, I, I, what, what is the purpose of that? And like, why do so many people do it? Um, and then they just kind of cover them up because I'm like, oh, this is creative too. You know, kind of yeah. seeing all the like stick figures and things. And I'm just like, well, why is it that, you know, art, so many mural artists do this? And what is this, you know, is this a technique? <laughs> Tell me more about it. So I know it as a doodle grid, as a term. It's not really a okay. form of creativity. It's more of a form of function. Um, with murals being at the scale that they are, uh, getting your design from, that you start on a laptop or a computer or a piece of paper to that scale can be very challenging. There's a lot of room for error. And so way back in the day, traditionally, um, just normal like rigid line grids were implemented to bring your design to scale. But the issue with that is like if you have, you know, this intersection in one block, you got to like count the blocks on one side and go up and stuff. It's very difficult. So instead doing a doodle grid, every point of reference is identifiable and distinct from the one next to it. So, you know, this line could go between a rocket ship and a hot dog or something or whatever you choose to put up there. It's uh, pretty much I, I doodled, took a picture of the doodle and then superimposed my design over the picture of the actual wall on my phone and that gave me a direct reference to where it's a much more efficient way to sketch on the wall and actually get your piece up makes sense okay thank you because i i've seen so many mural artists do this and i'm just like well, what on earth is at first you know and i've, I've had to share share this with other folks where they're just like what is this going on but you know it makes sense i like it and it's even more of a creative improvisation on a creative process in itself i mean you're already getting creative by you know putting the art up but then if you're not using the traditional grid you've got your doodle grid um mm -hmm. I, I love it i love it well um and with that, I, I, yeah yeah for sure for sure but um, I just want to thank you for for taking the time to talk to us and for giving this gift of art to the community for last to last for years to come. And, uh, you know, so I really appreciate this. Um, so everybody go check out check it out. It's at Salter Park. Um, it's at Salter Park. Um, and you know, go check it out. Go enjoy the park and enjoy Harper Woods. Come visit Harper Woods, everybody. Um, to all my international friends out there. So, um, so funny you mentioned Japan. I just got a Japan memory pop popped up in my Facebook and it was just like, you know, I'm like, oh, let me shout out my Japanese friends. So, um, but, but yes, thank you so much for, for coming on the show and for sharing your art and, uh, and talking with us today and sharing your, your wonderful, unique story, um, and keep being artistic out there and representing the city well. And, um, once you blow up and you're like Mr. Super Famous, don't forget Harper Woods. And uh, <laughs> of course not. Oh, yes. All right. Um, thank you for coming on. And uh, thank you all out there for listening and for watching. <laughs>